Hi, friends. I'm Annie F. Downs. Let's read the Gospels. The Gospels are the first four books of the New Testament in the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are the stories of Jesus Christ's life on earth, the friendships, the parables, the sacrifices, the meals, the miracles. Each month, we have gotten to read all four books this year. We're doing the same in December, something you know we love to say around here. You don't have to be in the Gospels every day to be changed, but every day you're in the Gospels will change you. So I'm really glad you're here with us today. Here's how this works. I'm going to read three chapters to you today. You can listen or read along in your own Bible, and then I'll pray, and that is it. So today is December 15th, and I will be reading Matthew chapters 7 through 9, and this month I'm reading from the NASB. Matthew 7. Do not judge so that you will not be judged, for in the way you judge, you will be judged, and by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye and look, the log is in your own eye. You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to dogs and do not throw your pearls before pigs or they will trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. Or what person is there among you who, when his son asks for a loaf of bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not give him a snake, will he? So if you, despite being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? And everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want them to treat you, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who enter through it. For the gate is narrow and the way is constricted that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Grapes are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor figs from thistles, are they? So every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then you will know them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Leave me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house. And yet it did not fall for it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house. And it fell and its collapse was great. When Jesus had finished these words, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. Matthew 8. When Jesus came down from the mountain, large crowds followed him, and a man with leprosy came to him and bowed down before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. 
Jesus reached out with his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go, show yourself to the priest and present the offering that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. And when Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, begging him and saying, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, terribly tormented. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I'm not worthy for you to come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority with soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. Now, when Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those who are following, truly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith with anyone in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and recline at the table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be thrown out into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said to the centurion, go, it shall be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. When Jesus came into Peter's home, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick in bed with a fever, and he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she got up and waited on him. Now when evening came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with the word and healed all who were ill. This happened so that what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet would be fulfilled. He himself took our illnesses and carried away our diseases." Now when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to depart to the other side of the sea. Then a scribe came and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, The foxes have holes and the birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And another of the disciples said to him, Lord, allow me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. When he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, a violent storm developed on the sea so that the boat was being covered by the waves. But Jesus himself was asleep and they came to him and woke him saying, save us, Lord, we are perishing. He said to them, why are you afraid, you men of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea and it became perfectly calm. The men were amazed and said, what kind of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? And when he came to the other side, into the country of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men confronted him as they were coming out of the tombs. They were so extremely violent that no one could pass by that way. And they cried out, saying, What business do you have with us, Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now there was a herd of many pigs feeding at a distance from them, and the demons begged him, saying, If you're going to cast us out, send us into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, go. And they came out and went into the pigs. And behold, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the waters. And the herdsmen ran away and went to the city and reported everything, including what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. Matthew 9. Getting into a boat, Jesus crossed over the Sea of Galilee and came to his own city. And they brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a stretcher. And seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man who was paralyzed, Take courage, son, your sins are forgiven. And some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. And Jesus, perceiving their thoughts, said, Why are you thinking evil in your hearts? For which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralyzed man, Get up, pick up your stretcher, and go home. 
And he got up and went home. But when the crowd saw this, they were awestruck and they glorified God who had given such authority to men. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting in the tax collector's office. And he said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. Then it happened that as Jesus was reclining at the table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and began dining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, why is your teacher eating with the tax collectors and sinners? But when Jesus heard this, he said, it is not those who are healthy who need a physician, but those who are sick. Now go and learn what this means. I desire compassion rather than sacrifice, for I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Then the disciples of John came to him asking, why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, the attendants of the groom cannot mourn as long as the groom is with them, can they? But the days will come when the groom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. But no one puts a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment, and a worse tear results. Nor do people put new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wineskins burst, and the wine pours out, and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. While he was saying these things to them, behold, a synagogue official came and bowed down before him and said, my daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her and she will become alive again. Jesus got up from the table and began to accompany him along with his disciples. And behold, a woman who'd been suffering from a hemorrhage for 12 years came up behind him and touched the border of his cloak. For she was saying to herself, if I only touch his cloak, I will get well. But Jesus, turning and seeing her, said, Daughter, take courage. Your faith has made you well. And at once the woman was made well. When Jesus came into the official's house and saw the flute players and the crowd in noisy disorder, he said, Leave, for the girl has not died but is asleep. And they began laughing at him. But when the crowd had been sent out, he entered and took her by the hand, and the girl got up. And this news spread throughout that land. As Jesus went on from there, two men who were blind followed him, crying out, Have mercy on us, son of David. And after he entered the house, the men who were blind came up to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, It shall be done for you according to your faith. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the news about him throughout that land. And as they were going out, behold, a demon-possessed man who was unable to speak was brought to him. And after the demon was cast out, the man who was previously unable to speak talked. And the crowds were amazed and were saying, nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees were saying, he cast out the demons by the ruler of the demons. Jesus was going through all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every sickness. Seeing the crowds, he felt compassion for them because they were distressed and downcast like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, plead with the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. That is Matthew 7 through 9 in the NASB. Let's pray together. Jesus, I just thank you that you heal every disease and every sickness, that there is nothing that has come to you in scripture or in life that um, was too hard for you. 
So today, God, we just bring you the things that feel too hard for us and we ask you to handle them um, because it's nothing that you can't handle. So we love you and trust you in Jesus name. Amen.